0: what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of coffee and van chats on the out of bounds network thank you guys so much for coming back week after week if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet go ahead and do so if you're not a monthly supporter yet and you're coming back week after week what are you doing so go to that link in the description below leave us a little bit of love leave us a review hey if it's even one star i'm okay with that but Obviously, you've started this podcast for some reason, so uh, yeah. But anyways, before we dive into who we're talking to this week, I want to let you know that I do have a contest going on with KMC Chains. Make sure you listen to the ads this week. I know you're skipping them week after week after week. Just listen to the ads because we do have a contest in some of those ads. But yeah, let's dive into it. We chat with uh, USA Crit Amateur National Champion, Danny Estevez. Yeah, we get to know Danny and uh kind of what he does during the day. He's not just a bike racer. He's uh he actually does something pretty cool and uh, I'll let him get into that, but he works full-time job, has a family, I think three kids. Um and yeah, he's uh he's kind of turned his dream into into fun, you know. I think racing in the pro cycling ranks, it can be kind of difficult sometimes to you know, manage manage your mental health as well as managing you know, what you want to do in the sport and having fun in the sport. Sometimes it kind of turn, starts to turn into a job. And when you already have a job and some other things, it makes it kind of difficult. But anyways, so yeah, we, we dive in with uh, with Danny on, on some of that, what it was like to win the national championship, what it's like to work with Michael Hernandez, who is like, you know, seven years younger than he is. And now he's directing the team. But uh, yeah, it's super cool. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into that episode. But first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsors. And uh, back for another episode, it's Spot. Guys, if you haven't already, please make sure you check out Spot. I know there's tons of active people that listen to this podcast. Spot covers your medical bills up to $20,000 each time you get injured. Spot will cover your actual out-of-pocket costs instead of fixed fees. So what that means is if you go and you get injured and let's say it's a $15,000 uh, accident and you have a $5,000 deductible. So insurance will pay 10 grand. So you're left with a $5,000 bill. Spot will cover that five grand. Spot will cover the five grand. It's insane. It almost sounds too good to be true, but Spot has a no deductible and is a monthly subscription, can be canceled at any time. Spot works whether you have health insurance or not. While Spot works with and covers lots of cyclists and mountain bikers, Spot Policy covers you 24-7 worldwide, whether you're ripping a crit, skiing a black diamond, chopping up food in your kitchen, or... Climbing Mount Everest. So check out Spot at kroom.getspot.com. That's kroom.getspot.com. I'll also put a link down in the description below. Also back for another episode is Colorado Ski. Colorado Ski Shop is a family-owned business started in 1994 and has 20-plus years of online shopping experience. First and foremost, they are skiers, riders, cyclists, and everything in between. They want to set you up with the best possible gear for wherever your adventure takes you, just like they would set themselves up for their own adventures. We know that bikes are short this season, and as you've probably heard, but... They've got bikes, they've got parts, they got accessories all ready to ship and in stock. So all you have to do is go to coloradoskishop.com, use code COFFEECHAT10 at checkout. That'll give you 10% off your first order as well as free shipping. So check them out at coloradoskishop.com or use the link in the description below and make sure you use code COFFEECHAT10 at checkout. All right, guys, time for the contest of the week, and that is with KMC. Uh, KMC chains has come onto the podcast recently as an, as a sponsor and it's super cool cause I'm a huge fan of their gold chains, but the chain of the week is the KMC DLC chain It is offered in an 11 and 12 speed chain and the chains have a titanium carbon nitride coating that increases the hardness three times and the smoothness by 10 times for smoother shifting and durability. It's available in all cool colors, such as red blue, yellow, black, and green. They, like all KMC Chains, they come with the famous KMC Chain Missing Link, which is makes it just super easy to pack and put a new chain on, take a link out, and whatever. But all you have to do is shoot me a direct message that you're following me and KMC Chains and then what color chain that you want. That's it, that's all you have to do. So if you are following both of us, just screenshot that you're following both. I'm not gonna do anything where you have to like a photo, share it with your friends, do whatever. So all you have to do is follow KMC Chains on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, screenshot it, DM me, and let me know the color chain that you want. And uh, I'll pick one winner this next week and uh, I'll announce them on the podcast. So you got to make sure you listen through the ads again. So if your name gets announced, then you have just won a chain. Also back for another episode is twisted spoke CBD guys. They're cyclists. They know what our needs are and twisted spoke CBD makes some of the best CBD product that any cyclist could ask for. I mean, they have chamois creams, they have topical rubs and they have tinctures. I'm a huge fan of their nighttime tincture for sleep and, uh, yeah, it just helps her boost recovery, super massive. Like, um, so yeah. So check them out at TwistedSpokeCBD.com. That's TwistedSpokeCBD.com. I think they also have an alternate link, which is Twisted Spoke Apothecary. They just went through a recent name change, so you can also check them out there. Um, but yeah, I'll also put a link in the description below, so you just click on that and uh, make sure you use code CoffeeChat10 at checkout as well to get 10% off your first order. But Anyways, that's enough of the ads. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Bounds Network. My name is John Kroom, and I'm sitting here with Danny Estevez of Best Buddies Cycling. The show is kind of ran by Michael Hernandez over there. And uh, yeah, he's pretty much recruited all the pros and all the legit dudes for 2021 and on to 2022. So we're going to sit down with Crit National Champion, Road Race National Champion, Danny Esvez. How you doing, Danny?
1: I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, No uh, worries. Believe it or not, it's my first podcast. It's your
0: first podcast, <laughs> man. So, like, I know they have that the, the Criterion Nation podcast. Has anybody reached yeah. out to you about a podcast?
1: Um, no, you're kind of the first one. I know Criterion Nation, uh, I've been I was supposed to go on there. Yeah. Um but it's just the communication and all the things that I've been doing. I've just been so busy that we couldn't like jog the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so like even this was like, kind of, it wasn't really hard to get you on, but you have, you have have a real job, dude. What do you do for a living?
1: Yeah. Um, so I actually, um, my family and I, we own an adult day healthcare center. Okay. So, we provide services for frail adults and seniors who can't care for themselves at home. And we have a facility where we, uh, bring them over on a daily basis and provide their personal care, me- medication management, nutrition, um, rehab, um, kind of like a all in one, wow. uh, in this daily service. So, um, yeah, it's uh, super rewarding to make a difference for in people's lives. Um, and yeah, but it's stressful. It's busy because uh, we have to manage or I have to manage about 20 staff um, and between 45 and 55 individuals per day. Jeez. So,
0: yeah, no, that's yeah, a lot. Man. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> tell, tell me a little bit about you, man. Like, I, I think first i heard about you you were somewhere i want to say the dominican republic you were on butcher box you yeah. won a race and then boom this is when i hear about danny estevez so yeah tell t- tell your story a little bit like where you because you have a background in cycling before that so yeah. let's hear
1: that sure so uh so at the since the so i actually started uh competing um as a cyclist and all, when I was like nine years old. Okay. So I raced in DR for two years, and I was national champ for uh, mountain biking national champ. So that's how wow. I started. That's how I got started into the sport. Um, but before then, I was like traveling back and forth uh, from the U.S. to DR. Um, but at the age of 16, I kind of landed um, with hot tubes. Uh, development cycling team so okay. from the age of 16 to 18 I, was, I did three years with that program which it changed my life for uh, for the better um, off the bike um, also on the bike so at that time I was one of the top juniors in the nation Um, so it was myself Ben King on that team on a couple of, you know those years Caleb Fairley who went on to be with uh Shimano uh what was it a giant Shimano at the time yeah um but it was just uh Nick Bax a couple other guys that were on that team I mean Hot Tubes is always stacked um a lot of people don't I mean I didn't make it further because although I was you know really good as a junior I never did national championships ever not on the track, not on the road. Uh, so I never exposed myself nationally like that. Um, why is that? Because, so I wasn't a citizen back then. Mm, okay. Um, so I couldn't, um, I couldn't do those events, uh, which I, during those times, nationals was it for any junior that wanted to make a pro or at least get the European experience. Yeah. um, but I never had the opportunity to do nationals. Nationals this year was actually my first nationals ever. Wow! <laughs> so, Add on. so uh, I definitely made up for, the years for, lost, time. Yeah, yeah. for lost time. Yeah, yeah. So then after after hot tubes, I uh, I kind of quit the sport to dedicate it to uh, uh, getting an education. Uh, okay. So I did that, went to college, I rode, I raced for my collegiate team. Um, I went to Lindsey Wilson College for two years. Okay. Uh, they offered a full-time uh, scholarship uh, for cyclists at the time. I don't know if they still do. Um, and then I ultimately graduated from Clark University. But after I left Lindsey Wilson, I completely gave up the sport. I was like vaguely doing it while I was at Lindsay. I wasn't fully into it like that. I was just doing it just to get an education. And I still got some good results then. But I completely gave up when I was 20, 20 years old. Okay. Um, so I was out of the sport for 10 years, 10 and a half years. Um, didn't ride ride a bike, not even a single pedal stroke. Wow. Uh so fast forward 10 years and uh here I am, I find myself really overweight. I was, uh, about 210 pounds or so, yeah. um, like two and a half years ago. Um, so I strictly came back to the sport for health. Um, so in 2019 I did a, a semi full season where I like race locally and like a couple of regional races, but I raced by myself and, um, I went to Harlem that year and I got fourth um, in that race, but Justin was there, Legion was there, um, and I got fourth. And after that race, that's when uh, ButcherBox came into to the picture and we started talking. And I, at that point, I was, you know, I was only doing that for health and to keep healthy. I didn't want the responsibility of being on a team or anything like that. But then again, I spent so much money sponsoring myself that I kind of took that on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I made a three year goal for me just to see, like just to answer questions that um, I wanted to answer. Like if I was still competitive, you know, what can I prove to myself and, you know, Um, I just wanted to see if I was still one of the top guys, despite the fact that I've been out of the sport for so long. Um, And so I created this three-year plan, and technically 2020 was supposed to be year one with ButcherBox, but 2020 didn't happen. And so, you know, fast forward to 2021, um, there was a lot of things that happened in the off season that kind of... You know, propelled me for you know the season that I had this year, and I began my season with Butcher Box this year in 2021. You know, but we had some you know disagreements, and unfortunately, um, I had to part ways. Um, and I I ended up joining Best Buddies, um, and you can know, you talk a-
0: about can you talk about that parting of ways or would you rather not
1: um i mean there was nothing to it honestly um you know uh you know i don't want to go you know too much into it but um i mean it's just a lot of politics involved in it and yeah. legal things that i don't want to say the wrong thing on here but uh, i get you yeah i, I didn't just even want to wanna...
0: i didn't even think it gets that legal at that level
1: No, no, not, I mean, (laughs) not, not not that legal, honestly, but I mean, I just want to, you know, I don't want to say anything and for people to take it the wrong way for sure. But uh, for, for, for me, I, you know, and uh, I'm not a regular guy that just rides bikes all day and sits in a couch and, you know, puts, you know, their legs up and, and, you know, I I don't do that because I have a, like you said, a full-time job, and I also have three kids, a wife. So I have to juggle between the three, and there were just some things that were happening that I needed a little bit more structure. Yeah. And that's what made me, you know, um, I ultimately just, you know, made the switch, you know, for many reasons, but um, Best Buddies was a better option for me um, at the time. So yeah, what's Um,
0: What's it like having Michael Hernandez as a director?
1: Uh dude, it's uh, he's amazing. He's, yeah, I just uh, think
0: it's I think it's crazy because he's a lot younger than all of you guys, and he's yeah. I would say he's I the youngest. Nec- yeah, I was about to say I wouldn't necessarily think that he's experienced less. I mean, he's raised. I mean, we raised Tour California, you know. Like, I mean, he's he's got experience, but I mean, what's it like working with the youngest, one of the youngest guys <laughs> as your director? Almost, you know.
1: Um. When you, uh, he's so, um, beyond his years, it's actually quite impressive. You sit down with him and have a conversation. You wouldn't even know he's like 22 years old, 24. Um, he's so mature. Um, you know, he handles things with dignity and respect and, um, he really cares. Yeah. And he really understands what um, riders uh, really need in order to be happy within a team or, you know, an organization. Um, Because he's been there and done it, you know, with him being a pro. So he kind of knows, you know, what infrastructure we need to have and what makes his riders happy. Um, So, but it's actually, you know, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, uh, he's great. I mean, I don't know what else to say about him, but the kid, you know, he has it, you know, he has it well put together. So, um, the, the moment that he called me, um, just to kind of finish off on the transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he called me after, you know, um, weeks after we did an event in Panama.
0: That's what it, okay.
1: Yeah, so Panama, I did Pan- uh, butcher box. I did the uh, Panamanian event um, with Butcher Box, and that was gonna be like my trial to kind of prove myself to the team that I was still okay. You know, I still had it. Yeah, yeah. And then Panama happened, and we won. You know, uh, two of the four stages, and we came out came out of it with the sprinter's jersey. Um and uh second in the gc behind travis and i tease mike about this all the time but i i told him that if if i didn't have some messed up things that happened to me on stage one we probably would have won the race yeah um it was a a weird magnet that landed on my cassette right as i was about to sprint uh, and Connor was leading me out. And when I was shifting into my 13, 12 and 11, my, uh, the chain hit that magnet and my chain fell off. But Travis and I had such a big gap, you know, to everybody else that I still I didn't I didn't I didn't pedal for like 100 meters and I still ended up fourth. Wow. <laughs> so but um, but yeah, so P- Panama happened and it, the team was like holy crap like you know we got the the finishing piece to the puzzle um you know and then after that that's when things like fell off a little bit and uh you know that's when i made the jump to uh to best buddies um and you know we've been doing what we have been doing ever since so
0: yeah yeah you know no cuz that your move started crit beef yeah right is it my am i not (laughs) right like you're your initial (laughs) yeah you're the face of crit beef because you know i've had i've had travis on this podcast but the file got corrupted so i never got to post it but um you know i've had justin as well and 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 so it's funny because and i've had lucas bourgoin who just feels the need to insert himself in crit beef as well (laughs) Um, because he loves it but um I think I think what was interesting about you is that you kind of had your own thing going on with Butcher Box, like you were dealing with that shit, and yeah. then and then yeah. you have Travis and Justin dealing with some other shit over yeah. here, and then you have <laughs> random onesies and twosies sprinters that are trying to insert themselves in the shit as well. Yeah, and so it's yeah, just yeah. a big mess um, that got created, but it almost turned it into a UFC fight. I mean, in its own yeah. weird way, but like a big ass tag team match. Yeah. Um, so now it's been fun yeah yeah, i was about to say it's probably been fun but going forward and fast forwarding through some of that um yeah you know you made the move to best buddies which you know we'll dive into what that team is and what they're about here in a second but um yeah what was you know what was the initial move like with even with all the crit beef were you nervous was it like oh shit what did i get myself into or like you know because you're riding with travis and eric and And those guys, and I mean, those guys are your age, right? But they kind of came into the sport after
1: you? It's weird, yeah. So both of them came to the sport like way after I did because I started cycling when I was a teenager, like competitively speaking. Yeah. Um, But they have way more experience than I do, you know, um, because, you know, through my layoff, they were, you know, killing it in their careers. you know, and riding for so many pro teams. And I mean, those two guys alone, they've won, you know, a lot of bike races in America. So, Um, but the the best buddies, the team uh, in general, like before I came on, uh, they already knew what kind of role I was going to be, I was going to be it for them, Um, for Travis and, I mean, I love the guy and I have so much respect for him and his career for everybody on that team. Really Um, for them to like sacrifice uh, themselves and kind of say, hey, like there is this kid that's faster than me right now. And we want to do what we can to like get the team some wins and, you know, spread the message about, you know, best buddies by winning and, and bringing that to the table. To me, that's, like, so humbling because yeah. um, I didn't expect that at all. Like, here's this, like, unknown, and we're going to sacrifice, um, you know, us winning so that we can we can use him to win because I we know that he's faster than we are, you know, in the last 300 meters. But, you know, the guys in Butcher Box also had the same idea as well. Yeah. Um, but it just, unfortunately, it, it didn't work out. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, so when it's just, it's been a humbling experience to say the least, because when we sit down and talk about racing and how we're going to approach a race, um, it's been a trial and error for, for most of the year. Um, cause we, you know, brand new guys trying to figure each other out and trying to see what the best way possible it is to win, you know, these crits that we go into, Um, a lot of the things that we talked about didn't work, but some did. And so the later part of the season, we really clicked and we really gelled together and obviously it's paid off. It's like, it showed in, you know, the past three, four USA crit races. So, um, yeah. yeah.
0: So with things clicking, um, I mean, you've heard the news, there's a hundred K crit, uh yeah. at the end of the month so are you guys going to show how well you're clicking are you guys is um, done for the season what's what's
1: happening i, I don't i don't know um we still talk about it um but yeah. i know we got Winston Salem coming up this week um and then after that i you know um we have to talk to mike and the organization to see if i know that we have a best buddies uh, uh challenge ride in california uh, that same day so I don't know if it'll actually work out or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, we all have to be there, but I don't know if we're going to set this race as a priority to actually do it as a team. Well, so, then that that being said, being that
0: you have to be somewhere, people are going to look at you like you're nuts. So let's let's talk yeah. about why that's more important. So what is Best Buddies, man?
1: Uh, man, Best Buddies is... Uh, a wonderful organization. And part of the reason why I also made the jump because it kind of ties into what I do uh, for my business. Um, But Best Buddies um, is an organization that um, uh, pretty much advocates for individuals with intellectual disabilities. Um, And our goal is to raise awareness and inclusion uh, for those individuals, uh, yeah. for them to to have an equal opportunity and similar um, uh, socialization with normal quote unquote uh, individuals, so that they feel included and and just bring this message of inclusion to uh, to this you know uh, to our buddies and make them feel part of, of us of who we are. Yeah. And it kind of hits home for me because, you know, um, those are the same type of individuals that we care, that my business cares for day in and day out. And so it really hit home for me to race for, for them and, and, and to have a, a purpose other than to say, oh, I just want to win bike races. Yeah. You know, so now we have um, a bigger picture to, um, to fill. Um, at these events. That's why at USA Crit Races, that's why a lot of people have been seeing pictures um, of buddies with us in podiums and just making them feel part of the whole, um, uh, of us, of the team, of, you know, just the general public Um, and to fill that gap, right? Yeah. Um, And also to just raise awareness into these USA Crit uh, cities that we go to that we may not have per se um, you know uh, our organization in those cities you know for us to create awareness to be able to do so as well
0: yeah no, so. no I think that's super cool what you guys are doing and I mean I remember when I saw it kind of come together and come out and like to me it's 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 one of the only teams with a with a solidified mission that's actually successful and and what I mean by that is is like a team that's actually putting it on paper and then putting it out into action, which yeah. is really cool. Cause I think I remember seeing it at Spartanburg and I'm not gonna lie. The negative Nancy in me was like, I don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> They've been at every single race. And now there's yeah. like a best buddies give back preem.
1: Yeah, which is, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, really,
0: yeah. it's super cool. So guys, if, yeah. if you want to check out Best Buddies and kind of just see what that team's doing, not just the team, but actually see what the organization that is sponsoring yeah. this team is doing, i am put that link in the description below. But Danny, before I let you go, I got two more questions. And, and yeah. uh, this one is, you know, you had a three-year plan, dude. Um, yeah. And I don't know if when COVID happened, I don't know if you pushed that or if you were like, oh crap, now it's a two-year plan. So I guess that's my first question. And then the <laughs> latter heart the latter half of that question is is where do where do we see Danny in, in 2022? Because I know there's gotta be some dudes and people trying to figure out how to get you on a team for next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Am I wrong? Yeah, Am I wrong? No. <laughs> yeah. So so I'll answer the first part of the question. So you're right. I did push my year one to this year. Um and I actually didn't anticipate um this year of going the way that it has but jesus i mean it's gone so well that i can't you know it's been really successful from i mean i started my season in february in dominican republic racing la vuelta you know i i got two uh three top uh three top fives including a second place there literally coming off the trainer Jeez. Um, cause I, I can't train in the winter here much cause I live in Boston and it snows like crazy. Okay. Um, uh, so did that. And then Panama won two stages, second overall. I kept winning local races in between. Uh, then fast forward to Tulsa where the whole creepy was like our first reunion of all of that. Um, and ended up getting third to Justin and Corey. Uh, then nationals winning road race and crit, then to the later part of the season winning a couple more USA crit races. I mean, uh, I can't ask for for more than that for yeah. for year one. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you know year two, I have to up the ante. Um, so if I was decent this year, next year, I I want to be way stronger than I was this year. So that's that's the first goal is to be able to represent, um, best buddies and and do better at all the events that I go to, uh, but also do the stars and stripes, you know, justice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to be competitive at both road races and crits. Um, as far as teams for next year, I'm, I'm staying with best buddies. Um, uh, I love, you know, the team, the organization, what it stands for. And at this point in my career, I don't want to be jumping around even if I have, you know, like, let's say even a pro team hits me up like, Hey, you know, would you like the opportunity to race with us? Um, you know, it's flattering, but, uh, you know, I'm having fun and, yeah, and so I don't want to ruin that, uh, you know, give up technically my family and what i and my job for you know um to dedicate myself to a, a pro career when i know it's not going to last that long anyway so yeah um you know i'm gonna i'm planning to finish off my career with best buddies um so we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah 2022 will be i'll be with best buddies again and yeah, I can't wait to to get things rolling for next year already. So,
0: nah, that's dope, dude. I mean, it's really cool to hear that you know they'll be around next year. And hope, I mean, yeah, I mean, with the way you guys' success is going, I can only imagine it being bigger. You know, bigger and better. Yeah, kind of I mean, thing.
1: yeah, so. it's been unreal uh, for for Mike to put this together in November of last year, and I mean, we we've won a a lot of races this year, man um for a first year team I mean that's that's pretty good um and you know like you said we had a lot of success and uh we just want to continue adding on to that for next year so hopefully there's more people that get to uh, learn about our team and who we are and you know and support us so that we can continue growing it because right now man I mean respect to all the teams that are out there uh great competitors and we have fun but um i know we've been given legion you know uh uh a battle to uh, you know run for their
0: money i was about to say you probably you probably you guys are probably the only team that can give them a run for their money i mean especially you know i i I was teammates with Summerhill, and that that motherfucker can just ride the front of any crit (laughs) for like from lap one to lap 100 it's just like i don't get it and sometimes, yeah. sometimes almost to a fault that man's insane so yeah he's uh, super
1: strong yeah, but the yeah. good thing out of this year is that um uh i'll end the conversation on this like um friendships are are born uh unprecedented times yeah and and that's what this whole creepy thing did at least for me uh, publicly i mean uh, this whole thing between Justin and Travis at first was so heated, and although I was like kind of the face of it and uh sort of created this whole uh art you know argument, um, Justin and I became amazing friends. Uh, that's cool, man. Through the season. He's a cool
0: guy, yeah. So, he
1: is. So, so for us to kind of gel together and like just talk shit and um, you know, uh, yeah. just be friends and uh it actually you know it means a lot and uh those guys actually brought the spark back in me to be competitive again so i i thank them for for kind of you know setting that fire up so but we yeah. we get along great and you know we race competitive but you know in a friendly manner and it's all fun and games. so it's all love
0: nah, so there's so no
1: crib beef so there's no uh, crit beef there's, there's never
0: crit beef when you see Travis and Justin hugging after Tulsa. That's not, that's yeah. not what the, that's not what all the, the mean fans wanted to see. They wanted no. to see it come to blows, but it's actually good for
1: the sport, man. You need <laughs> some so type of rivalry. So yeah, that, it's you so know, good. that, you know that so it can grow. So I mean, it definitely generated people's interest. That's for sure. For sure. So at yeah. least watching, right. So
0: for sure. I mean, I would love to have seen like the difference in the pay-per-view standings. Uh, of the Tulsa, <laughs> if it like actually had to pay to play. But last question yeah. for you. Yeah, man. Um, and this is like usually like this is the infamous question that I ask every podcast guest. So if you've had the pleasure of listening to my podcast, you'll know the question. If you don't listen to the podcast, you won't know the question. And so yeah. the po- the question is, if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual, who would that individual be, dead or alive? And then how would you take your coffee? If you don't drink coffee, beverage of choice.
1: Man, you know, coffee is extremely important, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, see, dude, I've, I've, I've had it the other way around where people are like, well, I don't drink coffee or I don't like caffeine or can I yeah. do a beer because this individual probably won't drink coffee with me, that kind of thing.
1: Oh, my God. Um, if I had to drink a cup of coffee, um, and I, I love this dude. If it wasn't because of him, I wouldn't be where I'm at today in life. I will have it with uh, Toby Stanton. Okay. From from Hot Tubes Development Cycling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's the second half of that question again?
0: How would you take your coffee, and why? Uh,
1: so, like, why would, would you I have coffee
0: it? with this guy, and then how would you take your coffee?
1: Um. So the reason why we have coffee with him is because every time I sit down with him, uh, I leave with many life lessons in less than a fifteen-minute personal conversation. That's awesome. He's so motivational um, and he inspires you to be a better human being. And he's been my mentor ever since I've been 15 years old. So, and every time I sit down with him, it's so, the conversation is so meaningful that, you know, you can't take it for granted. Yeah. So I will definitely, um, and I talk to him often, but that's the one guy that I, I would definitely share a cup of coffee with. And the same thing, and he just made such a big difference in my life, but in the life of other uh, juniors that have been on his team, a lot of people don't really get to see that uh, often. But he stays in quite a bit involved, even beyond the junior years. Um, so definitely him. And how would I take it? Um, like you mean? Like black, cappuccino. Oh, you know yeah so i'm a big uh um latte guy all right. So right i'm a i'm a cappuccino he might be straight black yeah but yeah <laughs> black but like I'm the soul a, yeah but i'm a cappuccino guy <laughs> yeah for no. sure so right
0: on man well danny like i said dude it's been it's been really cool uh kind of seeing seeing you guys just race and like i know hernandez and like i said his teammates with with summer hill. Um, and so it was really cool to kind of get you on, you know, kind of hear your side. I mean, you race with such aggression and like (laughs) such, such competitiveness, but you're probably one of the, the softest souls, that I've had on the podcast. You're just a super nice dude, I am. Man. like all around. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah. like I we need get more of that.
1: on the bike. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we, just, we just need more of that, man. And so it, it's really cool to kind of get to know you and like what you do for a living. And so, and guys, I will put all the links to the, you know, his job as well as his team, as well as his team's organization and Danny himself. Danny's super nice. I messaged him and he was responding in like 15 minutes. So I bet he would do the same for you. So don't hesitate, reach out, say, Hey, say, you listen to the podcast. But other
1: than that, Danny,
0: I appreciate it, man.
1: Thank you so much, man, for the opportunity. You're awesome. All right, man. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks. Have a good one.